0: We are NXT. The future of NXT talk is here. The dream can still hear the people buzzing about what the next experience is going to be. They are the undisputed source of NXT coverage. When I say that we run NXT, that's not a cute tagline, it's a fact. Fanboy Philly, Phil Catalan. I'm the EST of NXT, and I'm on the beat and Lorena and Jay Saki.
1: The queen is back and she's here to take
0: her crown and reclaim her play. This is Who Got Next? This is Matt Riddle, NXT superstar, the king of rose and you're listening to Who Got Next? What's up, everybody, and welcome to the undisputed source of NXT coverage, keeping you up to date with all the news and reviews from tapings to takeovers. We are who got next. If it's your first time listening, welcome. We do this show every Friday on the RWA network, so make sure you subscribe anywhere on any podcast form because just breaking news, just today, we were... Told that We are now on Spotify, so if you have Spotify, we are now on there too, and we are available anywhere that podcasts are available, thank you to the Anchor app. So iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, your mom's phone, wherever you want to get podcasts, we are available. So who got next? Rant with Ant, E is for Elite, we are everywhere, make sure you subscribe to the RWA Network my name is phil cataldo but you can call me philliam and with me is always the queen of shade mj santi what's up
1: um today i'm a little tired honestly (laughs) a little exhausted i had a long day
0: me too me too and it definitely was a really exciting week when it comes to nxt because it wasn't just what happened on wednesday but also what happened on monday and tuesday and in our new segment we will get to that so don't worry about it for everybody who wanted to know me and mj's opinion on that it is coming up very very soon but before we get into the show we like to remind you that there's three ways to support the show. And that is one, head on over to Twitter and follow the show at who got next pod. The second way is go on over to represent.com slash store slash rant with And you can get some great new merchandise from me, from MJ, who is still a top seller on the store. With a second shirt now up, the La Reina shirt is now up. And we are working on the Queen of, Sh- of Shade shirt. Don't worry about it. MJ is about to have more merch than the Young Bucks. <laughs> Listen, man. MJ is a merch seller. We're we're cashing in on this, all right? Um, the third way and the final way, the best way, is patreon.com slash who got next, where $1 gets you into our NXT Patreon chat. $5 tier, you get outside of the ring, which we will be recording right after this. We will be talking about our top five, favorite disney movies we were texting about it last week we started arguing and i said hold up (laughs) let's save it for the show (laughs) content is content and you don't want to throw it away on a stupid iMessage chat it's it's just good times man but with all that being said let's finally get into the news of the week and that is of course during monday night raw and friday oh not friday night smackdown throwback during monday night (laughs) raw and smackdown live ricochet Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, and Alistair Black made their quotation marks to the audio listeners, quotations, their debut, their main roster debut, and they were kind of showcased both nights, um, given pretty good spots, right? Pretty good matches. Um, MJ, what did you think of seeing your boy Ricochet two um, nights in a row?
1: Actually, three nights in a row because he was on TV tonight too. Three so.
0: nights, three nights in a row. Yeah, but he was in like more of a promo package. But I'm talking about like you know.
1: He wasn't. In a oh,
0: promo. He, he. You're right. He came out. I don't he came man, out. <laughs> <in a> <laughs>
1: um, I. Was I mean, ex- like
0: actually have a match. That's okay. what I meant. so
1: I was really excited to see him. Initially, I was like, you know, obviously you get really excited. I remember I jumped out of my seat. My husband told me to calm down, and because um, I knew because he came out to save Finn. Those are like my two guys in mm-hmm. wrestling besides Jeff. So I was excited, but then you know, obviously, as I got thinking, I'm a little worried. Personally, um, right now they've had recent call ups and they're not even using them. I don't know what this is. If this is like their actual official call up or they showcasing them beforehand. Um, so, I don't know. I'm just a little worried. I know how, like, like look at just Ty Dillinger today requested his release. And since he's gone up to the main roster, they haven't used him. They Sanity finally showed up on TV. They haven't been using them either. Mm-hmm. They haven't really been using EC3 much. They haven't really. like. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it scares me now every time I see someone go up. And selfishly, I want him to stay on NXT. I want to be able to watch him every Wednesday. I want to be able to talk about him during our shows. So... The same with Champa and Gargano. To me, I feel like they have so much fini- like to finish in NXT with their feud or whatever story they have. So having them on there and it kind of like I feel like it takes a little bit away from their story because you're like, okay, well, it's probably gonna end soon. So I don't. Listen, I, have mixed I agree.
0: Feelings. I agree on a on a more fanboy. Um spoiled kid level i want to say um i don't like when other people get to play with my toys um yeah i'm, I'm just like mj son don't play with my toys <laughs> um my, my whole thing is right i don't want anybody that i like in nxt to get called up none of them none at all stay in nxt forever i don't care i do because what ends up happening is you get put on the main roster and you know i started really sitting down and thinking out of the male superstars, how many former NXT champions since, this is a big one, since TakeOver Arrival launched the network mm-hmm. a couple years ago, I think 2014, how many of them have actually been WWE or WWE Universal Champion, right? Finn Balor and Kevin Owens that I could think of off the top of my head. Not Nakamura, not Al Mus, not any of these guys who we were like, oh, they're the next big things. And just like you said, you know, Lars Sullivan, EC3, Heavy Machinery, Nikki Cross, Lacey Evans gets a l- gets TV time, but they're not doing anything with them. They're just kind right. of there, right? Oh, we're going to pick a brand. When? When are you going to pick a brand? Oh, yeah. Or was, was that just, like people were saying, were they just used as a vehicle to make ratings go higher to get people excited, right? Because honestly, I think that's what it was because it seems like they have no plans. The biggest issue that i have with these four guys potentially quotation marks getting called up right now is what what do they have to do for them there's people on the roster who have nothing to do who've been called up and not even just the nxt guys anybody guys girls like what are they doing with them right what are they doing with alexa bliss she just came off her injury does she have anything going on like does she have any mania plans what are they doing with oscar for mania so to have people like these four who are the Four out of the five, I want to say, because you throw Adam Cole in there. As the most popular people in NXT right now, you want to throw Velveteen Dream, make it a six, right? And these, those are the six that were in your halftime heat. Am I wrong? Am I remembering yeah, that right?
1: Yeah, that was the six that was in halftime heat.
0: Exactly. So those are your six main inventors that you have, your six stars in NXT right now. And you're going to call up four of them for what? So DIY can be a tag team again, which would be cool. But like you said, they haven't finished their storytelling yet like i want mm-hmm. to i want to see it finished why so ricochet can be used the same way finn balor has been used over the last couple of years which is just you're a good-looking guy you're an incredible wrestler go out there smile and do some flips and then you never win like i don't want ricochet to be in a position where he wins he loses but it doesn't matter because he he always kind of stays at the same level right he never gets hot like it took finn balor how many years to win an intercontinental title like are you fucking kidding me? You know what I'm right. saying? And, and that's my big, and I, God forbid Ricochet ends up on 205 Live. Like, I don't, oh, this isn't no. this isn't, a, isn't a knock on 205 Live, right? What they have is something cool and something special for them. I just, I thought that Ricochet could have been the guy to kind of lead the charge of the new era of performers, the Riddles, the Keith Lees, Punishment Martinez, the Dijacks, all these guys that are coming in um, that that are going to now be here, right, with NXT once Gargano and Ciampa get called up and probably Velveteen Dream get called up. I thought Ricochet had the chance to become, like, the new Finn Balor of NXT with how popular he is at uh, a lot of these shows that people are talking about how exciting he is as a wrestler. Um, I guess not. Uh, I think out of these four, the only one that I'm actually really excited for is Alistair Black. I think that he's done all that he can do in NXT – um as I was live tweeting tonight I tweeted something it ever since Aleister Black came back from his injury he seems to be kind of going at a different gear right he seems a hundred times better and he's always been great but he just seems he has this aggression to him this crispness to him and he's like almost like he doesn't want to miss out on another opportunity so I think that the main roster can use him he's a different type of character uh Gargano and Champa, finish your story, whatever. Yeah. My biggest fear is Ricochet. I don't want him getting called up too early, and he becomes Apollo Cruz.
1: I was Ricochet. just gonna point out Apollo Cruz because Apollo Apollo Cruz is like athletic. He does great in the ring, and they've just done nothing, nothing with him. Nothing. Grant and I feel like he was one of those that they definitely called up too soon because I don't think that he really established himself yet. Mm-hmm. um i think a ricochet is definitely a little bit more established than apollo was i'm just still wary you know and like you said like alistair was one that i assumed he was getting called up like probably ricochet
0: was a shock he's a shock
1: total shock even gargano and champa because right i mean before um the show airs like they were the champs the north american and the nxt i know kevin owens he had the nxt but when he got called up right
0: no, he he like kind, he got well, when called he, up. He he was going like back and forth, and then when yeah. he finally got called up, like for real, he then he, he dropped, dropped it. The to,
1: so like, to Finn. I just don't really want that with Ch- Champa. I think to Finn. to Finn. no, I'm talking
0: about Kevin Owens.
1: No, I know, but like right now champa's the champ so like mm-hmm. if they call him up if he's easy he to do the back and forth like that i feel like it takes away from his title reign and it takes away from any takeover match that he may potentially have like i'll say it's against gargano it's gonna take away from that so i don't i don't know it worries me it worries me a lot with those guys i like them too much to see them Get lost. I feel like WWE's rosters, like both SmackDown and Raw, are way too stacked. And they keep adding, but then not doing anything about it. Like, don't keep adding and adding and not using them.
0: There were reports going into this week's NXT that William Regal had this huge announcement, which ended up being the Dusty Classic, which we'll talk about during the show. But there were reports that maybe they would be announcing some type of TV deal with Fox Sports 1 for NXT, right? Because I know the Triple H during raw said that they're like the third touring brand right, which is yeah. fine but that would be cool that'd be amazing right you're showcasing uh your main eventers on raw and smackdown and be like hey you should also watch nxt we have some great wrestlers if that's the way they're going fine yeah. but i i don't i agree with you 100% there is no room on the roster as is for the people that are already there right Right. and this is not counting people like Bray Wyatt who are going to be coming back from injury eventually Roman Reigns coming back like there are people there's like a a revolving door in the main roster people coming back from injury or you know whatever right and Sami Zayn's eventually going to come back Kevin Owens is eventually going to come back like so what do you do you know the rumored match is Kevin Owens versus Daniel Bryan at Mania cool what do you do with AJ Styles what do you do with Cien Almas, what do you do with Rusev? There's all these people who are just Nakamura who are just kind of there. And then you're going to bring up four more guys that are just going to kind of be there. Like, I don't want to see Ricochet thrown in a fucking tag team or Aleister Black, right. which is funny That's... in regards to the tapings. But um... Um, it, it's just it's just stuff like that. Like, you want... I want Ricochet... I th- Ricochet has the potential to be a huge, I think, Seth Rollins-like babyface for the company. I honestly... Truly believe that, right? Um, they don't fuck him up, though, right? Because I, right. I feel like Finn Balor could have been that, but they yeah, fucked him up. I they agree. fucked him up. And I, I think that, you know, Braun Strowman could have been the number one face in your company, believe it or not, and they fucked it up, too. I think yeah, that... Yeah, he
1: was big at one point, He you know? was
0: super popular, and, like, when we went to that meet and greet, and, and, you know, and I saw how he was interacting with kids, like, it was like this guy can be your next guy and they fucked it up and i don't want them to fuck up ricochet given the history of the fact that there's still never been a full black wwe champion i know kofi kingston he might get there maybe biggie but like ricochet can be that guy like if you want to break that stupid ass fucking thing that the company has yeah the right the black mark on the company no pun intended but i think that ricochet can be that megastar for you because of how good he is in the ring. I don't want to see him wasted. That's my biggest fear.
1: Me neither. I remember even like what a big deal it was when Finn Balor went to the main roster. And it's just like. And it, I don't know if it was because of his injury that happened right after he won the title. But it's just like when he came back, he should have came back full force. And right Well, Matt, there was an interview
0: out. a couple of years ago. Uh, Freddie Prince Jr. did a podcast. Oh, and I love him. He used to be a writer for WWE. Did right. you know that? Yeah, All right. So he did a know. podcast and he was a writer when I think Jeff Hardy won the belt. He he wrote that storyline. So you should like Drops him more. i um, always loved and, him. I
1: follow him on Instagram. Like. <laughs> <laughs> that,
0: see, now you're going to love him even more. I had more a huge crush on Jeff him Hardy back thing. in the day. <laughs> but what he said was that Vince McMahon doesn't like giving the belt to smaller guys because he feels like their bodies can't handle the the pressure. Not the pressure, the. I can't think of the word, The like requirements of being a WWE champion, everything you have to put your body through because you have to wrestle every show. You have to go to every media thing. Like it is an insane level of commitment that you have to have to be the WWE champion. Right. And I think Finn Balor is a smaller guy. Right. So you give him the belt and then he gets hurt right away. And you're like, uh, so, all right, he, we're not giving him a chance ever again. Right. And Vince's eyes. So I think that, ricochet is not the biggest guy in the world right he's not oh, he's braun Strowman, roman reigns right he's not a bigger guy and so it's like my biggest fear yet again ricochet gets called up to the main roster and because of that insane fucking schedule that wwe main roster wrestlers have to work every single week that you know knock on wood the guy gets hurt and then it's like well what do you do with him now you know what i'm saying like I just don't want him to fuck up Ricochet. I don't want him to fuck up Alistair Black. I think Tommaso is pretty much untouchable. I think I think he'll be fine on the main roster. I think Gargano is 50-50 just because look at what Sami Zayn has become. And, and that's the thing for wrestling fans that I want to remind everybody. Just because they're popular in NXT doesn't mean shit on the main roster. Look at Nakamura. Right. Look at Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn was like God in NXT. And they never used him properly. I mean, look at even Asuka, right? Asuka was a fucking probably one of the greatest NXT performers ever, and she's just kind of exists on the main roster. So I think that, yeah, maybe Triple H is 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 getting more of a say on the main roster, and that's why these guys got called up. But I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see before we kind of judge to see what happens.
1: It, the thing is, too, like, I want to say quick, it's not even just the way they're like the main roster crowd. I feel like is so different. And sometimes, and that's what it is, like when someone's super popular with the crowd, like look at Noe Jose, and they don't do well on the main roster. I don't think, I mean, at one point it felt like Bailey was like fizzling out, and it's that, you know, that character that she has, and certain characters just don't do well on the main roster crowd because they are definitely more character-based fans than they are wrestling fans.
0: Well, people would be surprised with how many people do not watch NXT.
1: I think we saw that this week, too. Like, there weren't really that many the, reactions to That Monday to Night these Raw guys.
0: and SmackDown Live crowds are weird because there's a lot of casual fans that are like, oh, wrestling's in the area? I'll take right. my family. Or, like, I haven't been in a while. I'll go, right, if you get cheap enough tickets. And what ends up happening is the crowd is dead right i'm i know at live events for wwe this shit gets crazy people have a good time they know what's going on they're into it the wrestlers have more fun they have more freedom but like you know you can get a ticket to monday night raw and be one of those weird raws where there's more promos than matches it just happens like that right luck of the draw so it's just like you know is is ricochet and and i think the thing with bailey is right she her character was earned in NXT. Like, that mm-hmm. shit was years in the making. Injuries, two separate injuries, all the shit that happened. So, like, her story made sense. When she came to the main roster, she won the belt too fast. And that's from her own words. She did a podcast saying she doesn't want to win the belt for a while. And she won it in, like, three months so, right. or whatever, six months. So, you know, yet again, we're a Ricochet, what do they do? Do they put the belt on him right away? Gargano, the same thing. Um, I don't know if you saw, but... While NXT was going on, there were reports going on that um, the original plan was Finn Balor versus Ricochet on Monday. Did you see that?
1: Um, I didn't see that, but I'm seeing that people are like, there's a rumor going around that it's gonna be Finn Balor and Ricochet for WrestleMania.
0: See, that's awesome. Yeah. However, one of them has to lose, right? Right, and it's and I understand the whole thing of like, you can lose but become a bigger star in the process. And that could work, or you could lose, and people would be like, eh, "He lost." And and listen, WrestleMania <laughs> isn't the the super fan crowd that it has been in the past. Remember, WrestleMania, a lot of casuals, right. and I know this for a fact, will just buy WrestleMania because they buy WrestleMania. Similar to how like I watch the Super Bowl every year, even though my team might not be in it, or I might not be into football that year or whatever. Like it's just what you do. You watch the Super Bowl. You, you watch WrestleMania. It's just what it is, right? Um, and I don't want people being like, who's this Ricochet guy? Oh, he lost, whatever. You know, or right. like, I, I just don't want them to, these guys to be put. And then even there, I don't want Ricochet taking someone's spot that's already there on the roster. Like, give me Finn. I know we've seen this match before, but I'd rather see Finn Bal- Balor versus Drew McIntyre for the Intercontinental title. Like, that would be awesome. They've had mm. great matches, and I love Drew. Look, look at case in point. What the fuck are they doing with Drew McIntyre?
1: I feel like he's, like, in limbo. Like, they just don't know what to do. And that's another example of why we're worried about these NXT stars being called up. Because they're
0: going to be put in limbo. They're going to be then put... The what's thing what's is, Almas doing right now? Oh, I'm i going to... It's going to be my year. Doing yeah. what? Doing what? Of nothing. Just
1: having random matches that don't lead to anything, really. and that's,
0: And he did that in NXT, and that's how he created the mystique in the star behind him and that's why he was able to get the NXT championship with all his matches that he had with Roddy Strong and Gargano leading up to him getting that belt. However, the main roster does not work like that because no. the crowd and and fans and media and all these and shirt sales and all this shit actually matters on the main roster. So I don't know. I don't know.
1: I Any don't know thoughts? either. Um, but you
0: were, you did get to see Ricochet three nights in a row, so,
1: and I got to cool see Ricochet beat. in the same ring as Finn Balor, like that was, like Christmas to me, honestly. I know. Um, so
0: that uh, your husband must have just been looking at you the whole time, like wow.
1: it was funny because he was in the corner doing his homework uh, for mm-hmm. school, and he was just looking up like, can you just calm down, like. <laughs> i like no, I can't. Yeah, come I, down. I, I
0: wasn't even I wasn't even watching Ron. and I got the text messages. The oh. best though was the text message I got where where you were like, turn on SmackDown because Almas and Alicia Black are fighting, and I was like, <laughs> fuck, all right, I'm over I here know. playing video games and shit, enjoying my life, and I had to go turn on SmackDown, and I watched SmackDown. It was a good time, and exactly. then I turned it off right after that match, and was like, this deuces. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, but you missed it, girl and when-
0: I saw her come out and what did I text you? I said, I'm not trying to see Oscar kick her ass. And then she rolled her up and won. And I love how she became my girl. I just I like her, but whatever.
1: You like Listen, like her a lot, so.
0: I like her because she's from our area.
1: Your area.
0: Our I don't claim New her. York area. Our claim best best Mandy I know. All right, now let's get into finally the two episodes of NXT. And UK that we got this week. The first one is NXT Episode 492 that aired on February 20th, 2019. And speaking of Alistair Black, the show kicks off this week with Alistair Black versus Roddy Strong, who is returning to the singles scene. Right in time for Valentine's Day, man. Right after Valentine's Day, you know, it didn't really work out. You returned to the single scene. That's where Roddy Strong is right now. What did you think about this way of starting NXT off this week? Don't give me that dirty look.
1: I just think you're a bit much, but whatever.
0: I'm always a bit much.
1: Uh, you're right. Um <laughs> I I liked it. I was um I liked, one thing I liked, and I want to point out, I liked that they had Roderick Strong come out without Undisputed Era. Because I feel like if they're going to push him as a single star, he needs to be seen without them, in a way. You know what I mean? Not necessarily, mm-hmm. like, break them apart or whatever. Just see him on his own and see him perform Well, similar to
0: what happens with Adam Cole.
1: Right. So, in order to, like, really elevate him as a single star, I thought that was the right idea. Now I thought he was gonna win. To me <laughs> really.
0: Patreons are getting to see Roddy Strong's face as um. Well, was here's, talking about him. here's
1: mine. Yeah. That's it's my face.
0: One <laughs> half of it's cool, one half of it's trash.
1: No, it's all cool. Um I actually wish that Roderick Strong won. I felt like he needed the win more, especially after seeing Monday night and all that. If Aleister does co- go on the main roster, I don't think he necessarily needed that win. I think that Roderick Strong needed it.
0: True. However, I I just, I don't, I don't think that Aleister Black should be losing right now. You you go up strong. He's, he's not, not going up yet. Yeah, we don't know when he's going up. Yeah, true. But still, like, I don't, I, I don't. Roddy Strong as a singles wrestler in Ring of Honor was awesome. But Roddy Strong as a singles wrestler in WWE and NXT, for some reason, hasn't really clicked with the crowd and hasn't really worked yet, right? Him as a tag team wrestler was awesome. And it sucks that he's going back to being a singles wrestler because I just don't think that he has that if factor by himself that he, well, he can be able to like do it. I understand being with Undisputed Era has given them this whole... Like, bad guy, I'm too cool, like, cool jock persona, which I think works for him 100% of the time. But as far as the match, it was a great match. Fantastic way to start off the show. We just get a match. We go, and it's fucking balls to the wall, and they go fucking crazy. And there were some awesome spots, like the spot where they were outside of the ring, and Roddy had Alistair up on his shoulders and he like flung him into the apron on the outside like that shit like that is oh cool, yeah right
1: that looked painful
0: and and all of roddy's backbreakers, which i don't understand how you can pick a person up who's like 200 and something pounds and drop them on your knee and not have like insane knee issues and he, this dude's been doing it for like 10 years that's how great he is i just you know and alistair the one negative thing i have to say about this match is i don't like the way alistair's uh black mask kick looked. it looked sloppy because it looked like it looked like he went to fucking kill him and then realized that he was way too close and kind of pulled back at the last second and, like, bent his legs so he didn't, like, completely just fucking send set his head off into the crowd. But it was a fun match. Yeah. Then I don't know.
1: I don't know. But, I think uh, Roderick Strong, if they keep him undisputed, I think that'll help his single, solo, like, run.
0: Because I think he's I now
1: so. more over with the crowd than he was necessarily mm-hmm. before. So maybe if he, like, keeps... With undisputed, but does his own thing as well. It may help his singles run.
0: Well, then you have to then, you know, if they do that, then he has to be in like the North American title race, and Adam Cole has to get boosted up to the top. Oh, yeah. I don't. I don't want to see him and Adam Cole going for the same title.
1: No, me neither. I think if they're gonna keep them together it makes more sense for him to go out in North American. It's more believable, and it's more believable for Adam Cole to have the NXT championship because he's obviously always been the star of that group.
0: 100% right. Now, speaking of stars, because there is a star in the logo, ask, actually, the Dusty Rhodes Classic Tag Team Tournament is coming back in two weeks. They were all over the tapings that were on Wednesday night, so you will be getting matches. You will be getting... Uh, next week they they told us what one two three four, four this teams. week and then next week they're giving another four and wait till you guys see who the other four are it is going to be a good time it is going to be one good tournament except for the Forgotten Sons the first four teams we get are the Undisputed Era which is Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish again shout out to Red Dragon um, the Forgotten Bums Street Profits and the European Union. So, those are four teams who start off. Are you excited for the Dusty Classic?
1: Yeah, I'm excited. And I'm excited that the four teams that they announced are actual tag teams. So, I like when... Because I remember the one year, what is it? Finn Balor and Samojo won. So, the like, I feel here. like... Oh,
0: don't, don't get me wrong. Don't <laughs> get ahead of yourself. There is a team. I saw the bracket because the really? picture is going on. There you is a team right now, right? As MJ is blurry Sorry. on the video. There is a team... <laughs> That is a made-up team. Ugh. Very similar, I shall say, to a Samoa Joe and a see, Finn Balor. See, I didn't Balor. see
1: the other teams. And that's very disappointing. I don't like... You can't have a tag team tournament and not have tag most teams. Of them, them.
0: Most of them, pretty much every single one is a actual tag team, except for this one team.
1: Well, as long as that team doesn't win, Ooh. then I'll be fine.
0: Given the popularity of both guys. who boy going to be very tough for them not to win let me uh, tell but
1: i want to know can you text it to me i want to know who it it's, is
0: it's Alistair black and ricochet spoilers it doesn't matter it's a tournament you've just seen it. it's Alistair black and ricochet
1: really they're
0: one of the teams they're one of the three teams you will be announced next week okay. spoiler sorry spoiler
1: so i love ricochet but i still don't want them to win
0: Whoa! Well, you're picking against Ricochet because w- it
1: needs to be a tag team. If you're gonna have a tag team tournament, a tag team needs to win.
0: A lot of people said they wanted the Street Profits to win. I think it would be pretty cool.
1: I think it'll be cool because they really need to. The winner gets work a shot at the, the title. Then so, it should be the Street Profits. They're pushing them. Watch it be the Forgotten Sons. They're pushing them so much right now.
0: Watch it be the Forgotten Sons and they go to take over New York and fight the war raiders and, and you have win. to sit there and watch it. No, you have to sit there and watch it. And I will be at the Ronda Rousey signing fucking sweating trying to get to NXT. I
1: will do what I did at the NXT show and go get food during their match.
0: This is true. That's she did do that. My simple I had to solution. sit there. I had to sit there and watch these fucking whack guys have two matches. Have two matches. I was so mad
1: because I went back because i heard their match end, and i was like oh my god if ricochet comes out and i miss it i'm gonna be so bad so we went back because i was gonna buy myself some m&ms and then we went back and then they fought again and then my husband yep, said they- he wouldn't go with me again to get food <laughs> <laughs>
0: the beauty of marriage i'm one year away to that i can't wait for that <laughs> uh, the second match of the night is mia yim versus Zaya lee or how i will always remember her as who the fuck is that chick when we were at isa's <laughs> r- royal rumble party that was Frankie pretty funny that tonight too <laughs> yeah i was i was i was telling Brittany about it like hey remember that's the chick that no one knew who the fuck she was
1: except for us <laughs> and
0: uh and shout out speaking of britney shout out to britney for texting me telling me to sound more excited about being married <laughs> i am excited <laughs> she's laughing at me um so That's we get mia Yim versus ily first thing i do want to say is mia yim always looks like a badass if, if she does being a star in this company was just about in ring or uh, like walking out to the ring music and everything because her her song is pretty cool um mia yim has it all uh and she's a really good wrestler too uh this match was really fun um i don't think mia yim did anything that was like jaw-dropping the one thing no. i do want to mention is xia lee that move that they did twice where xia lee Li, like jumped from the floor to mia yim's shoulders when they were doing like the oh lock-up. yeah
1: yeah, that, that was stuff cool. was
0: really cool I, and and that shows you man there is some extremely talented prospects down there in the performance center and in nxt that can do some incredible things i think Zaya lee can be a really really fun wrestler i don't i don't see her ever becoming a champion no really but i i think that she could be a I don't hey i hate to use wrestling terms but i don't know any other way to say it but like a good hand right she could be somebody like you want her to go out there you want to showcase one of your talent to and have them have this great match i think za Lee is somebody you can kind of throw out there that's right. going to get a good match out of people because this was a really good match but what do you think
1: I honestly missed some of it, so, wow. and I love wow. William. I know. I just that was one of those times that my son was being needy at the moment, but um, I caught some of it. I thought it was a really fun match. Um, I told my husband I could see, you know, if you know Shayna Baszler, the Horsewomen leave, and if um, oh my God, I forgot that he is. The sky, yeah, them. The sky pirates. I cannot remember their name. If they leave, I I see Mia Yim possibly being a good baby face for the women's division.
0: Well, the cool thing about Mia Yim, and and I think we we can kind of transition to what happened afterwards. Shayna and the horse woman come out and beat the shit out of Mia Yim. Uh, The one thing that's cool is. So, in real life, Mia Yim, Jessamyn Duke, and Shayna Baszler are best friends and live together. Right. right. If you follow any of them on social media, you'll understand that. Um, so, I think that it was pretty cool that, like, Shayna fucking legitimately kicked the shit out of Mia Yim. With that running knee, like, they made... There was contact on that. And I, and I think that, you know, in, in a lot of interviews, pro wrestlers always say it's a lot more fun to have matches with your friends because you are able to hit each other harder. You're not, okay. a, you're not afraid at and there's more you trust. Know, yeah, there's more trust, and like if you slip up and fucking stiff somebody, you know it's out of love because you want to make the match look better. It's not like mali- there's no malicious intent behind it. Right. Shout out to that ten dollar word that I just said. Um, <laughs> and, and I think I would love to see some type of match or feud with Shayna Baszler and me again. Yeah, maybe eventually you when Shayna loses next her, week. her last. Well, I know that they have a match next week, but I want to <laughs> see like a an actual feud. Um, yeah. kind of. Where Shayna eventually gets called up. That's like her last feud where she puts over Mia Yim and then she can get called up without the belt. Because I would like to see Shayna lose the belt to somebody. And Bianca Belair, shout out to that. Um, And uh, yeah. Oh, speaking of Bianca Belair. um, So I didn't tell you this, but I got a Bianca Belair shirt. It came in the mail. Um, Did you know that it is very glittery?
1: Um, have you seen any of her gear, though? Like, no, I know
0: that, but I'm just saying. But did you know that it is extremely glittery? Like, let's see if I can get it. All right, tell me, t- tell me what you think about the ending of it.
1: Oh. Um, Go ahead. Of like Shayna Baszler and all them coming out. Yep. Um. So I'll say it while you're not listening to me. That's fun. Uh. <laughs> uh. I like. I like what they're doing with Shayna and the Horsewomen. I like that they're making them this dominant force that is going after literally anybody that they can. I like that they're coming out and destroying people randomly. So it's it shows them as a dominant team. It's actually making those other girls look like they can do something with their lives. So Jesus. (laughs) So I think it's a smart move. But
0: Jesus, that's gonna make me sit back down and kind of rethink everything that's going on.
1: Uh, you knew it was coming. I'm not a fan of those two. Whatever. But I like what they're doing with them. It makes them a bit more interesting. And it makes Shayna look like a tougher champ. So whoever true. takes is, the title of her, it's just going to be that much better.
0: You ain't lying. Um, now let's move to the fact that Lacey Lane, MJ Jenkins, and Jesse come out for the help. Not, I mean, whatever. Lacey Lane is cool. I've never been a fan of MJ Jenkins. I think she's terrible. And Jesse, I forgot she was even signed, to be honest with you. Yeah. I saw I- a lot of her Instagram posts lately, and she hasn't really been talking about wrestling, so I thought maybe that she was, like, kind of out the door. But, hey, hey, she got some camera time, which is really cool. I just wish that they would have had it be more like, you know, Aaliyah or Vanessa Bourne or people – Taino Arcanti and stuff like that. Like I I wish that... Or Taino Arcanti, sorry. um, I wish that they would showcase them in that segment more. But mm. it is what it is. We get a backstage segment with Candice. Emo Candice, as I like to call her. And Johnny Gargano. Tommaso Ciampa comes in. Gargano says he doesn't need him. This is kind of teasing things to come. Which is... Th- you know, this was taped three weeks ago now. Mm. Three to four weeks ago this was taped. So it was like... They're kind of setting something up, but then DIY was on Raw and SmackDown as a team. That's so what makes like you, it. You can uh. kind of see. That's what I'm saying. That that's exactly what you know. MJ was kind of talking about earlier. Um, that with having them do this main roster spot, you're kind of rushing where their feud can potentially end up or where it's going. And the tapings, you know, the tapings were done four weeks ago. So it's like right. you're showing them be friends before. This I don't know. It is what it is, but it's just it was it was a cool little backstage thing. What did you think about um, emo Candace and her makeup?
1: You know I love the darkness, so I absolutely loved I it. I do. Yeah, <laughs> emo, emo, I emo, emo. Absolutely loved it. I love the, lip, the lipstick shade. I love the black outfit.
0: Of course, you did.
1: I love it. I love which it. Which makes <laughs> no
0: sense because she's like the bubbly, she's one tough cupcake and everything that she's ever done has ever always been super duper colorful well, and now she's in black.
1: The only time that she is in black though is that when she's around like Gargano and because when she comes out to wrestle, she's still in her regular gear, just the darker lipstick, which I love. I don't
0: like it. I don't like it. As someone who wears a lot of lipstick when I do podcasts, Okay. <laughs> patreon.com slash who got next to see me in lipstick just for um, that i'm gonna I like
1: get my dark lipstick to wear like next week's show
0: <sighs> fuck fuck <laughs> <laughs> with black <laughs> the one cool thing though we did get a teaser for an interview with our boy matt riddle mm-hmm. um the full interview is on i think they said it was on WWE's youtube right or was it on the pc's youtube
1: um, I think it's on the WWE's YouTube.
0: I think it was on that one, too. I don't know. Hey, go go subscribe to both, YouTube.com slash WWE and YouTube.com slash, I think it's WWE PC. Both are awesome. The PC channel is incredible to follow because you get a lot, a lot, a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that you wouldn't think that they would show us. But you get a lot of really, really cool stuff there. And we get a snippet of, of Riddle and, and just say, well, how, how cool was this segment with Riddle, though?
1: It wasn't very long.
0: Yeah, but it was, it was a cool little snippet, right? Well, Riddle, I like that. Riddle talks about how, like, you know, they ask him, do you ever feel like you're too much? And he said, I'd oh, rather yeah. be too much than be too little. Um, He was like, they can always tell me to calm it down, but I always want to be myself, which I thought was awesome. Because, you know, I've had the privilege of kind of talking to Matt Riddle face-to-face once and, you know, being a part of a rant with an interview with him once. And that is that's Matt Riddle. Off-camera, before the mic, before you record, Matt Riddle is Matt Riddle. He's not. That bro character on TV is not a character. That is Matt Riddle. And that's what makes it awesome and it makes you want to cheer for him more.
1: I like that they're continuing. Like, even if he doesn't have a match, he's somehow involved in the NXT episodes. Because, like I said, like... Especially with these four guys potentially coming up, I think that Matt Riddle is definitely someone that can be a big face within NXT and be uh, a huge face champ, so it's good to give him more exposure.
0: Listen, anything that gets Riddle on TV every week is good for me. And now, surprisingly, we move into the main event, which got a healthy 30 minutes this week. And man, it Oof. that that last third was so good. Um, so of course we have Velveteen Dream cashing in his worlds. What was that tournament worlds called?
1: Worlds collide, I
0: believe. I was gonna say that. his worlds collide win, which gives him an opportunity at any title he wanted, and he chose Gargano and the North American Championship. So it's Velveteen Dream versus Johnny Gargano for the North American Championship, and. I thought the beginning was a little slow. I thought it was very reminiscent to what we saw in Poughkeepsie, actually. Um, started out kind of slow. Uh, Velveteen Dream kind of plays to the crowd, is kind of evading Johnny. And then they go at it with this incredible ending. I thought the ending was great. Mm-hmm. A ton of false finishes, a ton of moments. Like, of course, I read the spoilers. So, and, and even if you don't read the spoilers, right, the pictures were everywhere. Whenever there's a title change, the pictures are everywhere. Um, Velveteen Dream. We all knew Velveteen Dream wins this.
1: Well didn't they film two different endings though, I heard?
0: Oh, um, I don't know. But they, I know that the,
1: they did. The they one
0: ending I saw what he was a champion, so I assume that was what I think they,
1: that was the initial um of what they did and then they redid redid the ending and had it as Gargano. Like that's why I remember even Nick in the Patreon chat said that they revealed who the North American champ was for them.
0: Oh. So well, maybe I, I thought that I, was
1: very clever if that's what they did it because mm-hmm. it doesn't give it away over who because, you know, that's one of the downfalls of it being pre-taped is that they give it away when the title changes. So that's true. I thought that was kind of cool. That they it was,
0: that. But the, the whole thing is and what we try to, to kind of preach to people with the show is like, even if you know the result, it's still fun to watch. Right? Oh, yeah. Even you, you know, the results of that match, that last third of the match was unreal. Right. The, the counters. The this, the that, the the kicking out of finishers, the kicking out of doubles, like
1: the it was just so much kick, fun. The one where yep. like Dream jumped off the top rope and Gargano like did.
0: To... Yep, to the outside. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and then and then Dream kind of uh, you know you know hulking up for lack of a better term, and um, speaking of Thor, he's <sighs> Chris Hemsworth. Don't get me Hulk started hulking on that. I'm
1: like, I think that's absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Right. How are they gonna no, have sex someone Can I become so a fucking celebrity?
0: Can I become a fucking celebrity so I can get some young, hot actor to play me? I can't wait for my biopic where Zach Efron plays me. Get the fuck out of here. With okay. Bullshit. I yeah. hate when they do that. Yeah. But whatever. That's besides the point. <laughs> um, so, but it, man. Wh- and then when uh, Velveteen hulks up and hits, you know, two of the Velveteen Death Valley driver, whatever he calls it, into his elbow, which I will say. I think he should stop using that elbow. It he doesn't hit it as crisp as he used to. No. Um, especially in on a show defense, where Kari Zane is there. Just saying. I don't think. Just saying. Kari you Zane wouldn't wasn't... do a super kick on the same show that Shawn Michaels does a super kick.
1: Every, just but saying. so many people do the super kick. I no just now think, they do, but I'm. But just I mean. think I just that, that, like in this case, I felt like he was moving so fast, and maybe it was just more of like a rush, that high energy, like just. You know that was like his last move. They had a half hour match, so I'm just just give him a break. I think no, it
0: was- I, I don't because Kari Zayn is on the same show. She wasn't okay. on
1: this episode. Doesn't so it matter. Didn't matter. Her elbow
0: drop is unreal. Okay, Velveteen, but Velveteen does like the half ass elbow drop. Like nah, bro, good- throw your fucking body into it.
1: But just because she has a good elbow drop doesn't mean he can't do one.
0: Kari throws her entire soul into that.
1: Okay, shit. that's great for Kar-Zane's her. Kari but- fucking
0: ancestors hit you when you get hit with that elbow drop. Like, she throws her entire—her legs fucking go above her head. And she—there is no, like, landing on the mat first and then, like, leaning over. Like, she is fucking throwing her body away. And I want to see Velveteen—Velveteen Dream used to do that. He used to do it, and he used to jump so high in the air. That was the thing. That's what made it, like, so cool to watch— And I remember seeing him at live events, and, like, he, like, killed it. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm trying to look at my live event posters right now. Who did he face that I saw him face? Somebody. And he did did an incredible elbow drop. Like, I want that Velveteen back.
1: He's in there. I don't think he has to get rid of it just because someone else has it.
0: I just think he needs to do it. If that's his finishing move, it needs to be more crisp. It needs to be like, whoa. (laughs) Tweet him.
1: Yeah, just feed him. Like, can you make and it? No,
0: I don't I don't better? I don't want I don't I don't want no problems with Twitter. We, <laughs> you know what I mean. Mandy Mandy Rose being ready for Asuka was enough, you know? Mm. I said my piece. I said my piece. Um so of course, every week we give you guys a star rating for an NXT episode. Now, MJ, what would you rate this episode?
1: Oh, you know, I haven't even thought about it. No
0: that. half numbers. No mm. half numbers.
1: Four.
0: I think it was. Mm, it's tough. I'm gonna give it a five. Fuck it. Fuck it. I'm giving it a five because Alistair and Roddy and the main event was more than enough, and even the Mediums Ily match was really fun. And in the episode, it just it was compact. There was there was promos right. They got what it needed to be done, and they they put on a goddamn good show. This is a five star episode. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. Okay. Yagi dab. Don't. I'm gonna say it. Can you,
1: Enough with that.
0: Yeah. Um. Can't get a yagi dab.
1: Oh my god. I feel sorry for Brittany.
0: <laughs> She's stuck with me forever. <laughs> she is. She's gonna. I'm gonna yagi dab down the aisle.
1: I could so see you do that, like after they announce you as husband and wife, and then you do that. Like I can see you.
0: That you know what's. You know what's the fucking dopest thing. Um. So of course, if you guys know. Uh, the bride always gets walked down the aisle, right? So right. Or oh, whatever. Um, I'm getting walked down the aisle. And Brittany's like, no, you're not. And I'm like, you'll be still getting ready. And I have to walk up to that aisle at some point. So guess what? My boy Ray, who's marrying us, will walk me down the aisle. hand I mean, in you hand. usually
1: have your moment to like, walk down quick.
0: No no, 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 no. No, we're making a fucking spectacle of it, okay? Oh, my
1: God. We're going to
0: be holding hands, walking down the aisle, like... Without no music because we're not trying to get in trouble. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I ain't trying to start off the night in the bad foot, but it'll be a good time. I was late it'll to my a ceremony.
1: To Frankie had to wait on me.
0: You're the bride. I expect that. Yeah. I think Britney's gonna show up like three days later. It's fine. <laughs> She's getting so many time Everybody's to think. talking. Everybody's like, "Oh, this and this." I'm like, "Listen, this and this, nothing." I'm the husband. I get to wait up on there while you guys have to deal with fucking all the bride stuff in the fucking. The guys have it
1: easy. You goddamn right we do.
0: Guess guess, a little sidebar. Guess when I found out what I'm wearing to the wedding, the day after I proposed, she brought up a picture and said, "This is a suit you're wearing because it matches what I want (laughs) to do for the wedding." I said, "Lit." (laughs)
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, Frankie had an idea of what he wanted to wear And I shut that down no, real quick no. so.
0: Listen, you know more about the wedding than I do I don't know anything I'm just showing up lit. I know the food that we're serving
1: Of course I know do. the music
0: we're playing Of
1: course you do That's it Men I'm have it guy. easy
0: I'm a lucky guy And speaking of being not lucky Let's talk about NXT UK episode <laughs> 31 That aired also on February 20th 2019 and before we even get into this episode so we decided we're only going to be talking about the matches there was some video segments here nothing really there was a a promo segment from jordan devlin uh kind of a a promo segment, a segment hyping up nina samuels uh the kaylee ray one was cool i do want to give a Mm. shout out to that kind of hyping her up. Mm. Kaylee Ray, she's a great wrestler. I don't know don't her. Don't you dare. Don't care. She was in the first, she was in the first May Young Classic. I don't remember her, so okay. that shows how much I care. She was in the first May, she won her first round match against whatever the fuck, oh, or did she? Congrats. I think she lost, actually. This is me she still was not caring. She was queen of shade. Shade, shade, shade. There was a cool segment, and it, there was an in-ring promo from the Grizzle Young Vets that I honestly fast-forwarded through because fucking whatever, they're hyping up a match against Lorcan and Birch cool um so we and, and what i wanted to say was still another week of um mj yawning and <laughs> sorry because the crowd was still that same access crowd that was in phoenix and let me fucking tell you i'd rather bang my head against the wall than watch uk talent come out to wrestle and anything that isn't a uk crowd yeah imagine imagine with the hype and excitement that NXT, the NXT crowd gives their performers pretty much every week. And then they wrestled in like your high school gym where no one knew where they were. That's what it felt like for these NXT UK performers. When you have someone like a Tony Storm coming out to nothing, to yeah. nothing, and she's your champion. You have big stars come out. Pete Dunne out of ev- both these shows. Pete Dunne was the only one who even got somewhat of a reaction, right? You had Mark Andrews waving his fucking hand. So hard and nobody cared. MJ just was the only to one say at home that. waving. Listen, man, I only I only give you the facts. I'm talking about what I saw. That crowd was shit. So we're going into this knowing that the crowd is going to heavily affect our opinion of the show, which sucks. But that is how wrestling works. The first match is Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster versus the Coffee Brothers, Mark and Joe Coffee from Gallus. I must do my weekly Gallus pose. Ugh. And I did my Gallus pose. Um it, it was cool. There were some cool spots in the match. Um Love the ending, loved love the way they finished it. I still don't like Joe Coffey's finisher as much as I like him. He never hits it with enough force for him to warrant having a having the Jim the Anvil Nightheart like spinning clothesline mm-hmm. with whatever. Um, I wish he kinda had something else. But it, it was cool to see like the brothers team up and get the victory.
1: I mean you're not gonna give Mark Andrew and Webster the credit for the outside the spot where they like did they like flip outside the ring and like how in sync they were?
0: Listen. I mean, I to make a joke about a Backstreet cool Boys, but I, I liked I like InSync better. Um uh, it, it was cool i forgot about it to be honest with you i kind of i kind of fade fade out or phase out anything that mark andrews does as soon as he comes out it's like well
1: you're losing out just because he waves his arm you don't want to like, oh watch God, it he's bro. a great wrestler mark
0: andrews theme song is that shit on fucking trl you would have to get through like before you got to the song you actually wanted to see
1: i like his theme song of course you do it's fun
0: Yo, shout out to everybody who's going to see F is for Family and getting to see MJ's um, acting debut as she plays um, AJ Lee Thank in you. The Fighting for Family and this I weekend. And
1: I Thank you.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. See? It's uh. a good time.
1: <laughs> Whatever. So I'm going to say about this match, and I'm going to say, and this is about Mark Andrews. Sorry. I oh, no. still don't really like him in Flash Morgan Webster as a tag team. I don't they know. are the
0: we-have-nothing-for-you tag team.
1: Right. Like, I don't really get it. They're obviously not an actual tag team. Why do they keep mm-hmm. putting them together? It makes no sense. I'd rather see them as solo stars. But Me I too. feel like... Especially
0: Flash Morgan, Webster.
1: I, yeah. I mean, I feel like NXT UK is kind of still in that, like... I don't think they have very many, like, good storylines. I feel like it's still all about... Let me show you who we have and watch them wrestle. And that's about it. Like, there's nothing Mm -hmm. that's really, like... That, like, just grabs you as a storyline. You know? They're
0: trying. They're trying. They're they're doing stuff. I'm
1: trying to give them the benefit of the doubt because they're still so new. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You know? But it's just... And
0: also, give them the benefit of the doubt because, like, NXT kind of has it all together right now, right? When NXT first started... And, you know, even when Finn Balor was there and even recently, as much as I want to say, because last year they introduced the North American title like a year and a half ago. People were like, we we need a mid-card title. Right. And now they have one. I think that obviously, you know, NAC UK is still too new to have something like a mid-card title. But there's a lot of guys in the mid-card. Liguero, right? Um, Dan Mastiff. Jordan even Devlin. Eddie, Travis Eddie Banks. Eddie Dennis. Jordan Devlin. Travis Banks. You know what I'm saying? Flash Morgan, Webster, Mark Andrews, these guys that could really use... Wolfgang's another one that could really use a mid-card title. I think that they're... The thing with NXT UK is, and I think that their biggest kind of um, thing that they have to accomplish or or the the hardest thing they have to get over is the fact that their main eventers, their popular wrestlers, quotation marks, um... Are so much more popular than their B level stars. It is right. fucking ridiculous. Pete Dunne, really British strong style in general. You know, you get Walter now, even Gallus. Like, and then it, there's like a fucking drop off. And then for the women, like Tony Storm, Rhea Ripley, and then it just fucking it, it mm-hmm. goes right because there's still too many new people. And another week that I haven't seen Killer Kelly. What the fuck is going on? She's out here winning titles all over the UK. In and Germany, she, prob- mean, she... Maybe
1: she didn't sign, like, an official thing with NXT UK. And that, that's the
0: other thing that sucks with NXT UK is now they're starting to sign them to exclusive contracts. But for the a lot of these tapings, they were just there. Like, is Zaya Brookside signed to an exclusive contract? I don't know.
1: I don't know either.
0: I don't know. And she got showcased... Was it last week or the week before that? I don't know. I all these shows kind of week. run together.
1: Yeah. No, it wasn't... Last week. Because when she debuted, it wasn't in front of the access crowd.
0: Oh, you're it was right. a regular so crowd. Two weeks ago. Yeah, she was lucky enough to get the real crowd. Yeah. Um, the next match is Trent Seven versus Shane Thorne. Simple match. Um, the one thing I want to shout out is uh, Trent Seven is one of the best in all of pro wrestling at selling injuries. Mm-hmm. He makes you think he's old. Trent Seven has been hurt in every match he's ever competed in his whole fucking life. Like just, <laughs> It is unreal. It is unbelievable. He just, he sells it so good. Shane Thorne, man, I don't know what the fuck they're doing with him. He is so lost without his tag team partner. I think he could be a good solo star. I always liked him when he was in the Mighty, but I think it is what it is.
1: I think he has potential. They're just now introducing him as a solo star. They did it on NXT, regular NXT, and then now they're doing it here. So I think it's smart of them to kind of showcase him on both shows. For mm-hmm. me, I feel like at regular NXT, is like so stacked at the moment. Maybe give him time in NXT UK and
0: see what he can do. Yeah. Kind of like Phoebe Knight there.
1: Yeah, pretty much. And then just kind of, you know, do both or transition him to regular NXT. I don't know. I feel like this is, is so new still with him being alone. I feel like he needs time.
0: Listen, he he, he will be there for a while. Yeah. I still think, honestly, that he's just kind of writing out his contract, that he was like, I'm staying here while uh, Nick Miller left and went back to Australia. So who knows? Um, like I said, there was promos. I'm looking at MJ's notes, too. Shout out to MJ yet again, doing a great job taking notes because I dropped out of high school and I ain't taking notes That's ever not again.
1: an excuse.
0: I ain't taking notes ever again. You just
1: don't want to do
0: it. I don't because I ain't taking notes ever again. Is I'm listen. We're both lucky, especially me, that I even live tweeted this week. So good <laughs> times. Um, the main event of the evening is Tony Storm and Rhea Ripley versus a dead crowd. How fucking dare you be quiet most of this match? Because Tony Storm versus Rhea Ripley for the NXT UK Women's Championship, and it was a fun match. It was a great match. Right from the bell, the before even the bell rung. Rhea Ripley was on her and was fighting her, beating the shit out of her, and it was fun. It it, it felt like a big deal. If you muted that crowd and just watched the wrestling, which I which I kind of did, yeah. um, if it, it looked like a big deal, it felt like a big deal. It felt like a rematch for a, from a takeover match. It just the crowd just didn't care, they and, and maybe it they didn't really me. know who she was. Yeah, it, it just, but it was a fun match, right? And I got to see Rhea do that move that she does, her submission move. Where she kind of like fucking, it's like a Texas cold relief, but she like holds him in the and air. Like I don't know, it's, it's really cool. And yeah. yeah, and it's cool. And and Tony Storm got to have some cool offense. And Tony Storm, of course, ended up winning the match. It was just like one of those things where I wish the crowd was better because I would have loved right. to kind of sit back. I, I this is where like don't do tapings outside of the UK for these for these performers for at least another year because they need to kind of. I don't think the 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 casual fans in the U.S., like the ones that would be at an access event, are going to know who these people are. No. So. Nope. Sorry. Know.
1: I'll be on you again. Um, <laughs> um, one thing I want to mention, and I noticed with the announce team, is they were talking about, you know, there's obviously other women in the roster that want to go after the title, but the only name they mentioned specifically was Ginny.
0: Well, because Ginny's next, it's so, the next competitor. So, I think title.
1: we know what we both said is Ginny's obviously the next. As far as Rhea Ripley, I feel like they should move her to regular NXT.
0: No, not yet. Not with Shayna there.
1: I oh, think, no. well, eventually they're going to have to. And then she can mm-hmm. take over Shayna's spot as that huge heel. Like, that's what I mean. Like She she, she is yeah. the perfect person to take over as that big heel for NXT.
0: You, you you are one hundred percent right, but you said that a few times I,
1: tonight. and I really enjoy hearing that.
0: <sighs> Don't make me regret it after saying it, okay? But Just saying. I'm very interested to see how low you go. What out of a five star rating? No, no half ratings, okay? You're notorious for that. Well, your Stop Giacobby attacking Math. me. We're well, Jacoby Math. What do you give this episode?
1: I'm going to be generous giving it a three because I still enjoyed watching Mark Andrew Russell. And even though the crowd kind of ruined it for me, the Tony Storm and Rhea Ripley match was pretty decent. But that's also me being gonna generous. I'm
0: going to give it a three because of the main event and the main event only. But I will say it will be a three with a little asterisk that says watch the shit on mute. Watch it on mute. If you want, watch it on mute. Take your shoes off. If you hate Gibson, shoes off. Just for the, for the full 40 minutes you're watching it. Just take your
1: shoes off. Oh, my off. God. It was weird on. not having people chant that.
0: Yep. I wouldn't know. That's I right. skipped the whole segment because I knew people wouldn't chant that. And I don't, I don't like my Zach Gibson unless people have their fucking shoes off.
1: Yeah, they need to Just keep on. I hope that next week is not in front of the excess crowd. I can't Me take too. another week of that.
0: Me too but i am very tired mj is very tired second best mandy i know um she and me would like to wrap this show up by telling you there are three ways like we said in the beginning that you can follow this show and that is follow the show on twitter at who got next pod represent.com slash store slash rant with ant to get all of your who got next and rant with ant merchandise Brand new MJ shirt up there. My So Quiet shirt's up, up there. I think it has three people. Right? I'm still waiting. Didn't you buy one?
1: Yeah. And mm. it's been in pre-shipment for a week now.
0: Well, I got represent.com, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> They're either amazing or a little, a, little, a little slow. I guess you got the little slow. They have to find where how to make my shirt because so little people ordered it. Your shit, it's like... <laughs> like for people who don't know, like, Pro Wrestling Tees, right? Yeah, it's a website, but it's also, like, a legitimate store in Chicago called right. One Hour Tees, right? And the more popular shirts, they just make a ton of them and have them up there because, like, you could walk through. MJ's shirt is somewhere at Represent Store, Main Store, where you can just, they just yeah. grab it off the wall and go, oh, another one sold.
1: No, that's not true. I mean, it's—
0: you are like, fuck, I forgot. I lost the outline. What are we doing? It said it
1: shipped. It a- it's just whenever I checked the tracking, which I actually checked it today, it said pre-shipment label created February 14th.
0: Well, here's the issue. It's been snowing a lot on the East Coast, and that's probably why. Because the snow fucks everything up.
1: Texas, it said.
0: But the third and most important way is patreon.com slash who got next, where right after this show, we are recording the second episode of Outside of the Ring, a Patreon exclusive show where we give you guys stuff that we're thinking about besides wrestling, maybe sometimes wrestling. Tonight, it won't be. It'll be about Disney movies. I can't wait to yell and argue with MJ because she is 100% wrong. No shock okay. there. No shock okay. there. All right. Hey, whoa. See, this is okay. why you should be patreon.com slash who got next where you get this in video form for 5 Dollars. MJ, let everybody know where they can follow you.
1: MJ underscore Santi with two eyes. Don't forget to get my new shirt. It's still the MJ colors, which I noticed Gargano's trying to rock all of a sudden and it doesn't look as good as him.
0: I wanted to text you during that match and be like, Gargano's champion. How'd he get that belt?
1: Hmm? Oh, you're hmm? so funny. You're so funny. Hmm? So funny. Next time Mandy Rose gets her ass kicked by Asuka, I'm sending you a video of it.
0: Mandy Rose is not my girl. Carmella is my girl, okay? Mandy Rose is like the B-Squad. Whatever. Okay.
1: Okay. Oh. Well, I can't even do that okay. to Carmella because she's my girl, too.
0: No, she's mine. Mine. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a day one-ish. Thank you very much. Um, so am I. No, you're not.
1: Yes, I am. I actually. I liked her I I like when ago, she was a
0: cheerleader for the Lakers. No, you
1: didn't. A few years ago, <laughs> on this day, I went to my first NXT show with Frankie. And that was when Big Cass and Enzo were on it. Finn Balor was on it. Samojo. That was when I saw Carmella live for the first time. Even Ava Marie was there. Ugh.
0: Mm, I saw her live before that because I've been watching NXT since NXT arrival.
1: I knew her before that. That was just the first time I saw her live.
0: I am right. You are wrong. Never. Always.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, I'm only wrong on social media, so. Sucks to be you. I'm right on the show. Okay. So we're going to end this episode the two ways that MJ hates. The first way is I just want to say, see you later, alligator. And the second way is, um, let me get a ya yeah, ye dab. Oh, God. Bye, guys. Bye.